with your palate cruisers. Welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the only Suicide Squad member to host his own podcast, the one, the only, Ren. What's going on, my man? I survived. I survived. (laughs) One of the few to survive. If you were a Suicide Squad member, what would be your weird power? Because I noticed that all of them have like the weirdest powers by far. I don't know. Maybe like every time I blink, because I blink a lot, I stopped. I stopped time or something. Yeah. So it's just constantly like, yeah, just little like little micro stops. That would be pretty funny, actually. I like my, it. My life is like stop motion. I think I think that's hilarious. I think that's a great power. I would actually think that's a good character. I'd be down what, for that. What would yours be? Let's see. So uh, I don't handle carbs very well. They make me kind of flimmy. So maybe I could be like Flim Man and I could just like hawk like super powerful loogies, but I'd have to like pound a bunch of bread and cake or something first. Nice. Like very specific. It reminds me of a character in uh, My Hero Academia, the anime. Uh, yeah. His, his superhero name is Sugar Rush. And every time he intakes sugar, he gets like extra strong. Ah, sugar Rush. <laughs> there you go. I'd be like the carbonator. Give me all your carbs. <laughs> and I would just jam all the breads. Into my my gullet. Then somebody like gives you keto bread. You're like, no, no, I have no powers. Ah, get in the chopper. So yeah, that would uh, that would <laughs> that would be my power. <laughs> so what's going on, my man? What have you been up to? Not much, man. It's been super hot lately. Trying to stay cool. Hot as uh, balls. Yeah, uh, I think my AC's going on. If you can hear it, uh, my bad. <laughs> Oh yeah! Hey, everybody, suck it up! It's it's we're we're um, broadcasting from the north northwest, and the Pacific Northwest right now is having some insanely hot days. This is our second yeah. round of heat waves, so they can all suck it up and listen to a little bit of air conditioning so you don't die. Yeah. Plus, there's like wildfires going on too. A little air is a little smoky. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting kind of nasty out. I, I was curious if I'm gonna look it up. I wonder what this year's heat index looks like compared to previous years like is this the hottest year we've ever had in oregon or does it just seem like that because we're in the middle of it yeah maybe once is over you could compare but it's kind of yeah. like it's repeating itself from last year like damn it. i know deja vu now well i was reading this thing about uh climate change for those who believe um they fake were saying news. fake news they were basically saying that uh our temperature is going to go up one and a half degrees every eight to 10 years and there's no sign of it going down we've kind of passed that that hurdle there's no way for us to kind of fix it so where we're at right now and you know another eight years will be another you know uh, degree and a half hotter and i think they'd go the degree and a half because sometimes it'll be a little cooler sometimes it'll be a little hotter but we're basically inching our way up to being really really hot we're going to be like those tv shows where we live in the dome yeah, it'll be like Mad Max, right? Everybody yeah. will decide to paint their faces white and you know screw spikes on their like Toyota Corollas and run around and drive into each other. And then water becomes the uh, the money. Whoever yeah, everybody... controls the water, who controls the water is king. It'll be me, carbohydrate man. <laughs> oh, speaking of water, uh, I've been uh, getting back into fishing lately too. Fishing, fishing, fishing. Yeah, 
Not yeah, not like my little betta fish, but actual fishing. Okay. So what do you fish for and where do you fish? Uh, we live like an hour away from the ocean. Yeah. So we usually go to the ocean, you know, go fish right off the shore, get some like surf perch. Nice. How, how has it been going? Been catching any? Yeah. Last week we went, we, uh, I got nothing, but my, my dad and my mother-in-law got a few. Oh, nice. How big lot. are surf perch? Are they 12 inches? Yeah. It ranges from like maybe eight to like 12, 14. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like white meat fish. It's oh, I love face. white. I love white fish. That's the best kind. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing some fishing too. We just had a uh, salmon fishing trip this last weekend and I've been salmon fishing a bunch of times and normally I don't have a ton of luck. I'm not the best salmon fisherman, but man, we killed it. It was awesome. We caught, uh, you're only allowed two apiece. There were four of us, actually five of us on the boat. And, uh, so we, we caught all keepers. We got 10 salmon right there. Nice. And then we caught another six to eight, what they call natives, the ones that haven't had their fins clipped. You can't keep. So we had to throw those back. So we caught, we were catching fish all day long. It was fun. Fish on. Fish hey. on. So we've got mad salmon at our house. Maybe eating salmon for days. Yeah. Salmon's like one of the few fish that you eat. Like usually I don't really eat a lot of fish. Yeah. Well, salmon's like the high-end fish that you always get in like restaurants and things like that. And so yeah. it's kind of cool that we can just fish for it here locally. I mean, for me, I hate to admit this, but uh, I enjoy fish. I'm just so lazy to like pick out the bones. <laughs> oh, like, right. It's like the worst part. If like my wife picks out all the bones for me, I would totally eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, salmon's not too bad with the bones. It definitely has a few pin bones. The one that's bad is I also catch a lot of trout, rainbow trout. Oh, yeah. And dear Lord. Yeah, you'll spend half a day picking out bones out of that thing. Yeah, when I eat trout, you just like take the meat and like mush it into little balls to make, oh, sure, there's no, <laughs> make sure there's no bones. I mean, honestly, you can probably consume those little itty bitty fish bones won't hurt you. But yeah, I, I get why it's a pain in the butt. That's probably why I'm so flimming, you know, so much bone stuck in there. Like, <laughs> Flim things mine. Don't steal my superpower. It's my superpower. Blink, uh, blink, 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 blink. What else you been up to? I've uh, been designing. I mean, we always, I'm always designing. Um, yeah. Been working on our Patreon and I actually finished my sister's Patreon doing her uh, YouTube food stuff. That's got, awesome. Got her, uh, banner going got her little icons for her uh what do you call those those tears yeah uh yeah got those going for her so and i think uh what i enjoy doing is just the graphics part and whenever we get jobs they're always like can you do this can you print this can you make this whole website and like, ah man that's just i just want to be i just want to stick to graphics you know like that's that's my specialty yeah, graphics is the most fun because you're you're totally being creative at that point and you're you're creating something new. Whereas some of the other part is just definitely more work, work, you know. And so I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, so I've been doing that. It's pretty um pretty cool. She just launched it today, so I'm I'm curious to see uh, how that goes for her. And you were saying in past episodes that your sister has just a boatload of followers on YouTube. Oh yeah, like thousands like i think in there probably half a mil that's amazing so yeah I, i'd be curious to see how many of those uh followers were are willing to pay what's her what's her uh, tiers look like is it 
does she have like really inexpensive or is it more spendy or how does she kind of decide on what she was going to charge? Uh, it's pretty low on the low end. I think it's because she's still new yeah. to Patreon too. And she, she doesn't really know like what to expect out of, from out of it, from it. Sure. Yeah. That so makes it's sense. Like you're just kind of testing the waters. It's kind of like us, right? Yeah. And speaking of new Patreon, I mean, has there ever been a better segue? Um, yeah. So we are launching our own Patreon um, for audio knots. Everybody should uh, think about maybe joining our Patreon because we're also going to have three tiers. Um, the first, the minimal tier is you get to get uh, episodes early. So you join the minimal tier, you're going to get episodes. We, we decide three days early. Yeah, I think I'll release it uh, Friday night since uh, we record on Thursdays. Ooh, that's hot because how often are we talking about something and like we're given this like, oh, this is going to happen today or tomorrow. And then like by the time you listen to it, it happened four days ago. Yeah. And so now you get to be like basically real time. Yeah, because like uh, I've been releasing them on Mondays and sometimes Sunday nights, you know, when I'm like, you know, not as lazy. Yeah. And then I've noticed that uh, we got a few uh, audio nuts listening on Sundays, too. So I'm like, whoa. Nice. Very nice. So those, those guys should definitely, yeah, they yeah. should definitely sign up for the, the early release tier. And so our second tier is going to be that you get a shout out. So you, you, it's just a little bit more. You also get the early episodes and now you get the shout out. We're going to call you out by whatever you want to be called, you know, your God given name, your, your internet name, your porn star name, whatever it is you want. We're happy to give you that respect. Stripper name and whatever you want, man. Yeah. Whatever you want. We're happy to do it. And then our third tier is you get to actually be a show contributor. So if you're listening and you're like, man, I'd really like to hear what these, these dip squats have to say on this topic. Uh, we're happy for you to kick in an idea and we will talk about it. We will um, make sure to highlight it. We'll also give you the props. You're getting the shout out. You're getting the contribution and you're getting it early before everybody else. So uh, the third tier is probably the best one. But uh, yeah, any, any uh, Patreon investment is going to be a good investment. Yeah, because I think we've been doing this for a while, and I, I, you know, went back to our very first a few episodes, and like, man, we, yeah, we've come a long way. <laughs> Imagine us putting our Patreon right when we started. Like, these guys are terrible. They're terrible. They're and still I've terrible. Seen, yeah, there's we're we're still mediocre. We went from terrible to mediocre. But hey, mediocre. If you like it, that's cool, man. Yeah. I've uh I've been listening to a ton of indie podcasts, and man, it, it ranges. There are some people that are like they're great. Like we were talking about last episode, compared to the sixty million dollar lady. There's some indie podcasts out there that I think we're kind of striving to be like. They're just really good. They're people who enjoy doing it. They put the time, the effort, and they try to really pay attention to their quality, things like that. Yeah. I think that we do all those things. And then there are a few that just kind of like show up and do whatever, and it's not so great. And they're charging all sorts of money to, for their Patreon. And I'm like, who's paying for this? You guys you guys suck. <laughs> so it's like some people have it together and some not so much. Yeah, you know, like whatever, um, what I've learned from watching porn is that there's a <laughs> fetish for everything. So, you know, if they're doing bad, there's always people that enjoys that. It doesn't matter what they do, you know. You think there's a, a bad podcast fetish? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. Like they're, they're getting Patreon don donors. Maybe we can get some of those people. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're mediocre. Is there a mediocre podcast uh, fetish? Like you're just like getting on it, like rubbing your toes. Yeah. And like, oh. 
give me that mediocre podcasting. Their 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 sounds terrible. <laughs> it reminds me of that one episode of Rick and Morty where uh, those uh, from those people from hell. Hate oh, the, uh, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah, we're, you have to like insult them, but they love being insulted. And yeah. Jerry's so monotonous that they love it so much. They're feeding off of his. Like, yeah, so so good. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So if you're the demons from hell, this is the podcast you should listen to on Patreon. Give us a buck. Yeah, well, the best part about it is uh, we're not really asking for much, you know. It's just kind of like a, you know, donation to where it it helps us make our as our stuff better, and we could actually uh, pay for some stuff to make it better. <laughs> so exactly. So that's really that's pretty much all what everybody's doing on Patreon. You're not making money to go out and like live a lavish life by any means. Yeah. You're getting just enough coin to maybe help fix one of these things like, oh, man, I'd really like to get new headphones, that kind of stuff. And so uh, it's not going to make anybody rich by any means. So you should invest. It's it's inexpensive to do so. Yeah. But damn, look at us. Matching headphones, gamer chairs. It looks like we made it. It should be noted that these are not my headphones. These are Kid Danger's headphones. He actually got these for his birthday because I told him how dope yours were and that they connect really well to the gaming PCs. And yeah. he's like, oh, I want some of those. And so his grandma bought these for him. It was amazing. She bought them on, let's just say, a Thursday, and they showed up on Friday. It was it was a super yeah. quick turnaround. I was shocked at how quickly they showed up. But uh, I like them. They look pretty slick. I feel like uh, like I'm really fancy now. Damn, shout out to uh, Grandma Danger. Yeah, Grandma Danger is the best. She, she got the hookup. See, if you were a patron, that could have been you. Could have been you. You want to see the other thing? that? So I'm not an anime guy, but Kid Danger's an anime guy. Hopefully I don't, I don't break it. Yeah, so it. Just, just to the right of me, he's got this weird statue of this anime, bro. So anybody who's watching on the YouTubes can see this. Let's see if I can pull it back here. See this guy? He's like, ah, he's got like, he's like Captain Three Swords. He's got like three swords for some reason. And he's like this whole statue figure. But uh, yeah, Kid Danger loves this stuff. Yeah, he's from an anime called One Piece. Okay. But he's got three pieces. So I don't yeah. know what they're looking for there. <laughs> but you combine all three and he gets one. Yeah, he's got uh, three swords. I asked Kid Danger, I go, how does he use three swords? He's like, sometimes he holds one in his mouth. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should start our own little TikTok uh, audio nuts. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Because I'm on, I'm on there with my fish down. Yeah. And I'm always seeing people like uh, post their room, post their toys. And it's, it's, it's amazing how cool the room looks. They're like, look at this new figurine I bought, you know? Yeah. And oh, we should totally do that. Dope. I got all sorts of garbage in this room. Yeah. That would be fun to show off. Each toy could be a video, you know, like, bam, 15 seconds. Let's go. All right, let's do it. I'm so down for that. So not only are you getting a Patreon, you're going to get a TikTok of Audio Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's start the show. I think it's time. Let's do the healthy stream. Uh, over on Disney Plus, did you watch it? The big premiere of What If? Marvel's What If? Sure did. Watched it sure? opening, opening night, opening day. Opening yeah. day, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What'd you think? What'd you think about what if? Uh, after watching it, I gave it a little, uh, a very, very big meh. Oh, <laughs> you know, honestly, 
I have to agree with you of all the Marvel content they've given us on Disney plus so far, this is my least favorite. It doesn't mean I don't like it, but it did feel kind of exactly the way you explained it. Kind of like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it. I didn't like, I didn't hate it, but it was, you know, it's just like, this is it. <laughs> my biggest problem with it was I felt it was too short. So I have two issues with it. Uh, my number one issue is that it felt like it could have been an hour and they just kind of rushed it. It was like so fast. I like the story was fine. I kind of like the story of the first episode is about Captain Carter. So Peggy Carter gets the super serum rather than uh, Captain America. Stevie and so Steve, Stevie, little Stevie Rogers. And so I was, I was excited about the idea, but because they had to get it done in like 26 minutes, it felt like I was watching a recap of an actual show. Oh yeah, it reminds me of like you know since it's like a shell shell shading animation. Yes, it's kind of like if you're playing a what if video game, and it yes. gives you the very like a quick backstory of Captain Carter, and that's that's, that's what exactly what it was. Yeah, so that was my second issue. Is it felt I didn't like the animation. So the animation I felt like works. When you see it in like little clips on the on the interwebs, so when you're on your Twitters and stuff, and you see like a little clip, you're like, "That's kind of cool." But then when you watch like a full half hour of it, you're like, "It's kind of kind of flat and boring." And it does, just like you said, it feels like the in between portion of a video game. I think for for me, when I I see people review it, they're like, "It's a masterpiece," you know, it's the best one yet. I'm like, "Is this your first time watching like animation or cartoon?" Like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's like that might know, be part of it. Because like, uh, I've grown up watching animation, anime, cartoon, all that stuff, you know. So I'm used to watching it. Mm-hmm. And this year, particularly, everybody's doing cartoons. Yeah, they're big so, time right now. Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's that time where people are, are using it because they have to because in the pandemic, you know. Sort yeah. of thing. So it's like it's so great, you know. Okay. I think, yeah, that's just Marvel, bro. I feel like Marvel, bro, like will love anything. You know, like you have Snyder, bro, and they they think Snyder's like the God, and he can do no wrong. And then Marvel, bro, is just like they love everything. And honestly, I love Marvel. It's probably one of my favorite entities of like entertainment. But they have a lot of misses. We can't. It's silly to pretend like they don't miss as much as they hit. You yeah. know. And so this is not a necessarily a miss, but it's kind of like right there in the middle. It's that of all the Marvel shows they've given us, it's not the best one. However, I, I would say the one caveat to that is the fact that it is an anthology series. So it's possible that it might be one of these shows where some episodes are way better than others. Yeah. And I don't know yet until we see them. And maybe it might work as a whole too. So you're like, wait, yeah, it is a masterpiece. We're idiots. <laughs> That'd be okay too if somehow they can tie it all together and it makes a lot of sense. What yeah. I was kind of wondering is if they're just using it so later on in future Marvel things, when a Captain Carter all of a sudden shows up, we're not surprised by it. We're like, oh snap, I remember her from what if. Yeah, I think they're just kind of like getting the audience used to the multiverse too. It's kind of yes. like this is the multiverse, you know, anything can happen in case you're wondering. Yeah, totally. But uh, I, I mean, I, I do like the concept. Uh, I think it's fun how they have a lot of interesting stories. But yeah, it just left me wanting, wanting more. So if I was going to give it a, a rating on the audio, the famous audio nut one to 10 scale, 
I would give it right in the middle for this first episode, five nuts. Wow. That's very, very average. Um, mine is a solid four. Oh, so you're even below average. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I, I still suggest everybody give what if a, a try, but just kind of know going in that it's not the best thing they've made yeah. so far. And this is just for the one episode. Yeah, one episode, yeah. single episode, because the next one might be amazing. We've seen yeah. some like teases of what we're going to get in the future. We know we're going to get kind of a, a Star-Lord, Black Panther crossover. We're going to get some some zombie Avengers. And so there's yeah. some things coming up that uh, are a little bit more thrilling than maybe uh, Captain Carter, even though Captain Carter was pretty cool. But she, you pointed off pointed out off air that she was kind of OP, which was surprising. Like she was way stronger than Captain America. Yeah, Doing all sorts of flips and jumping super high, it's it's, it's probably because it's an animation and not like uh, in the movies they're able to do that. But it's kind of like you never see like Cap do that. No, you know? never. No. Yeah. So eh, whatever it, it is, what it is. So we'll wait and see what happens in the following episodes. Uh, also, I don't really have a lot of other things on Disney Plus, but I do have some really minor Disney news. Uh, I saw that Shang Chi is uh, they said today that it's only going to be available on theaters. So you're not going to be able to get this one on the Disney premiere. Um, I'm curious if that's because of Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get sued again. Yeah, they don't want to get sued by Simu Lee. And then Disney is doing this thing right now where they're revamping really old TV shows and movies and saying, look, we remade it. You should enjoy it. Like we talked the last week about uh, Turner and Hooch, how they kind of redid that. Well, I just saw two trailers. Uh, One trailer was for a Wonder Years reboot. And Wonder Years was a favorite show of mine when I was a kid. Um, but uh, it had Winnie Cooper. In fact, my dog's named Winston. We call him Winnie Cooper, Harry Pooper. <laughs> so he uh, uh, he's he's named after the show. But yeah, Wonder Years was a great show growing up. And it looks kind of interesting. So this time it's a black family and it's voiced by Don Cheadle. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to Wonder Years. However, they've got another one call based off of the old doogie hauser sitcom and doogie hauser you may remember is uh neil what's his face neil patrick harris yes neil patrick harris who is an amazing actor he's everything he's done is a is a, is a win in my book and he started off as a kid on doogie hauser as like a high school doctor he was so smart yeah. he became a doctor in high school and so they've revamped doogie hauser and now it's called I'm going to probably butcher the name because that's also what we're famous for. Uh, Doogie Kamaloha <laughs> is my best guess. It looks like she's maybe a Hawaiian. And no. so they, they've cast a, a young lady and she's in high school and she becomes a young doctor. And for some reason, she's still nicknamed Doogie. Is Doogie just maybe like a, a nickname for doctor? I don't even know. I thought Doogie <laughs> was the kid's name from the original one. I have no idea. I don't know, but they just show the tiniest bit of it and it looks terrible, but maybe it'll be better than it looks. So, uh, Wonder Years, thumbs up, Doogie, come aloha, ah, wave rain towards the down. Cool. Over on Netflix, they gave us a Stranger Things 4 teaser. Um, what'd you think about that? It was kind of like a recap mm-hmm. and in a mix of new uh, footage. Right. So it's, it's I don't they don't give you a lot. Yeah, I don't really know how to feel about it. Yet. It almost feels though like they're setting it up to be the fourth 
and final season. So that part I do like, cause I'm, I think because they took the time, like you said, to recap a bunch of it, they're almost saying, hey, this is this is it. This is the end. And so I think that's the part you're supposed to be excited about is uh, this is the finale. The the thing that bothered me the most was uh, it comes out in 2022. Why so long? Yeah, I don't know. It's like forever away. Uh, I don't know. It has to be COVID related is all I can figure. Cause that is a huge delay. I'm curious. Um, could you tell from the trailer, did they give us any like hints on what holiday they'll be launching on? Cause they, the first three seasons have all been launched during different holidays. And I know we've tried to guess in the past, but I didn't catch maybe what they're doing this year. Well, I didn't really see like a lot of new footage to see anything. Like, I saw Hopper in like a, like a very vibrant jacket. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. You, you're better at catching these Easter eggs than me. And I thought, well, maybe because the first one was Christmas. Then we had what Halloween. Halloween. One of them was Fourth of July. So we've had those three holidays so far. So you got what Thanksgiving, Easter, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day might be kind of fun. You know, they're finally falling in love, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, my votes for Valentine's Day. That's, <laughs> me, that's... me too. That makes the most sense. Uh, I don't have anything else for Netflix, but you told us last episode that you were going to watch Transformers Beast Wars. Did you watch any of it yet? Oh, yeah. I'm almost done. I mean, let's hear it. You, you got to give us the review because I haven't seen it. It's uh, if you're a fan of the old one like me, and then this one is weird as ah. <laughs> in a good way or a bad in a, way? In a bad way. Like, oh, bummer. Yeah, because for me, you know, Prime. Prime's voice is very distinctive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is the third, uh, the third show in the timeline because it, it, it begins in Cybertron, right? And they fight, and then they go, they go onto like a space, and then they time travel to Earth. Oh. Okay. And and on Earth, there's the Beast Wars, which is uh, the Maximals and the Predacons. Yeah. And they are the future. Optimus Prime and his crew, and Mega Future Megatron and his crew, and so the present, the present day <laughs> Prime that we know the the uh, the uh, the truck, yeah, the the truck, yeah, yeah. They they stumble upon Earth, and they then he sees his future self as a gorilla, and you're like, what the? <laughs> what's going on here? And then, and then the voicing on the Beast, the uh, the Beast Wars people, is like such bad choice of actors and actresses like man because he's supposed to be prime and prime is the the truck but yeah they have to use another voice to voice uh uh, they call they call him primal yeah and i was like this is so bad and and i think in my head everybody's voice just sound like this way it doesn't sound right primal's kind of clever though for the name yeah he's optimus primal you know and yeah what sucks it's pretty cool i mean they look cool but then just the storyline of it it's kind of weird just kind of hard to follow just your description was hard to follow yeah it like i enjoy watching it but it's it's man it's it should have been its own thing and not like time travel stuff what would you rate it scale of one to ten uh look wise solid eight. Oh, okay <laughs> story-wise like a three or four so what's that give it what's that make it overall if you combine the two a five four <laughs> that's two fours in a row you're not having very good luck with your cartoons i know uh was there anything else on netflix you wanted to highlight before i move uh not really 
cool. Over on Hulu, Hula. Hula. there is a brand new show we talked about, and I've watched 95% of it, and it's called Reservation Dogs. This is that Taika Waititi uh, Native American show. And I keep getting distracted because we got a lot going on at home. Kid Dangerous playing football. I'm having to run around everywhere. But the, the most of it that I saw, this show is great. I really like it. It's uh, pretty, if you like Taika's sensibilities and his sense of humor, you're going to like Reservation Dogs. It follows, I think, four, the main characters, about four young, like, teenage Native American kids. And they're a bunch of hoodlums. And they're doing bad things. And they're trying to rob and steal and get this money so they can move away. But one of them is having second thoughts about being a, a bad kid. And he's trying to maybe, like, correct his ways. And he keeps getting, like, injured and hurt and seeing this kind of, like, this uh, older native vision that comes on a horse yeah. and gives them hilarious advice. It's super funny. And so uh, it definitely leans more towards the drama side, but it has like the most biting Taika Watiti jokes ever. So um, I really enjoy it so far. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I've been trying really hard to watch it, but every time I'm not ready to watch something, it's like, Oh, I gotta watch this other one first. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the first episode, so it's hard to rate. I'd give it a solid seven right now. It's Ooh. definitely better than average. I have a feeling that that grading could even go up, but I am kind of a I am kind of biased towards everything Taika does because it's always like it's so my sense of humor. And I don't know, not everybody likes that kind of darker droll humor, but if you do, you can't go wrong with anything he makes. Yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna like it too. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, one other quick note on Hulu is season two of The Great is coming out on November 19th. They have a trailer for it. I didn't ask you to watch the trailer for this because I know you didn't see the first season. But the, the Great is the one that follows Catherine the Great as she tries to kill the king and become in charge of uh, Russia. And it's really funny. And so if someone's looking for a show that you would not expect to be good, this is that show. <laughs> so uh, season two, you probably have plenty of time to watch season one before season two comes out. And I, I recommend The Great. The Great's a solid eight, in my opinion. I, I enjoy wow. it. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Super good. Um, over on HBO Max, we got we to gotta talk about the big one, Suicide Squad. Squad up! Suicide Squad came out. Uh, I watched it. I loved it. What did you think about Suicide Squad? It... It was so random, so messy. And Over I love, the top. <laughs> I, mean, I love every little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely the most James Gunny, James Gunned movie ever. It is really over the top. It's gory. It's yeah. like a slasher Extra film. Gory. Yeah, really gory. Super silly and like really, really funny. Yeah, I think my favorite part about it, it was that James Gunn literally took the title and let's let's make a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I, I ain't afraid to kill anybody, you know. Yeah, he's like they're called the Suicide Squad, and yeah. so yeah, we won't ruin it for anybody. But let's just say he kills a lot of the characters. Very few make it to the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that the title speaks for itself. Yeah, and I, I found myself, I don't know which characters were your favorites, but I went in thinking that I'm really going to like Peacemaker because he'd been getting a lot of the, the love early on. I thought, I'm really going to like Bloodsport. And then I did like those characters. It's not that I dislike them, but I kind of expected to like them. Yeah, I really ended up liking the Ratcatcher too. 
and polka dot man i was surprised at how deep they made polka dot man and i did not expect that yeah i'm a superhero the, the those mom jokes are hilarious oh my god so uh i don't think this will ruin anything too much but polka dot man uh hates his mother because of what she did to him at a young age and so everything he sees looks like his mom and so they would superimpose his mom's face on stuff and they would always get him fired up by saying who is that who is that it's your mom it's your mom <laughs> it was so good i really really enjoyed this movie it was uh it was a lot of fun uh king king shark was amazing uh, he, it was as funny as I'd hoped it would be. I thought the visuals were super good. The plot itself is kind of silly. Nothing to really write home yeah. about, but I did yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, then the visuals were so good that when they do close-up shots of um, King Shark, he looked yeah. so real. He gave him emotions with those, like black beady eyes. Like, yeah. Legit. Yeah, it's the realest Sylvester Stallone has looked in a while. Yeah. So uh, good sure. on James Gunn for that CGI. So that was amazing. But uh, yeah, no, I would say uh, Suicide Squad for me is honestly a top five DCU uh, movie because um, it's not the, my very favorite, but it's definitely top five. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I think That's the, true. Reason, the, the reason why I liked it so much is the, um, the storytelling of it. Like, I hate it when... The first one at the beginning, they give you like a backstory of each character. This is this person. This is this person, you know? Yeah. And this one, the introduction and then the moments of each character is like, you know, segued into the movie without stopping the, the whole plot development sort of thing. Exactly. They, they didn't like say, we're going to introduce everybody at the beginning and then you'll have to just know it. And they were like, yeah, we're going to tell you the story and you're going to learn as you go progressively, which is a way better version of storytelling. Yeah, because like, you know, for example, they didn't tell um, Ratcatcher 2's backstory until like towards the end. And then we're like, wait, is that who I think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of without giving it away, speaking of my favorite bro, he may yeah. make an appearance. Give so, me, yeah. Take me a second. I'm like, hold on. I was like, I was like that, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. I was just like pointing. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Hey, look who it is. But uh, yeah, it was great. Great film. I would give it an eight and a half. I liked it a lot. It's very good. Oh man. Me. It's a solid nine. Nice. Very nice. What, uh, if you were going to rate rank it with your DC movies, which movies are ahead of it? You don't have to rank them necessarily in order, but which movies are better than this version of the Suicide Squad? Uh, wait, is Batman part of DCU? Yeah, I mean, to me, let's just go DC movies. Well, for me, Dark Knight. Yes. My number one. Is that uh, the one with the Joker? The one with yeah. the Joker is my all-time yeah. favorite DC movie. Yeah, yeah, Dark Knight. Wait, yeah. Is there? Yeah, Dark Knight, yeah. Um, what else is there? Wonder Woman. I thought I think Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, is still probably one of my tops. Um, Shazam, I think, falls right behind this. I like Shazam, but I actually like Suicide Squad better. I think Shazam uh, is like number five for me. Yes, yeah, agreed. Um, the other like the only Batman I didn't like was the one with Bane. So the very first Batman I actually liked quite a bit. I think Suicide Squad is my number two behind Batman. Oh. I'd put it three. So I'd go Joker, Batman, Wonder Woman, 
than this version of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, me a uh, little switcheroo. Yeah. So either way, if you like DC stuff, you should go see this movie. Uh, if you don't like DC stuff, you should go see this movie. It's the most marvelly DC movie made yet, by far. Oh yeah, because you got a Marvel director. Yeah, and they're doing that. Like I saw some clickbait headline that's like Taika Waititi jumping to DCU, and really he's just looking to make a DC movie too. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is good for everybody. If you're a comic book fan, it's good that these kind of really fun, great directors are willing to jump around and just make good movies. Yeah, they 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 even had a crossover with Mantis too. Yeah, you said that. I didn't even see it until you showed me the picture. I like it. I missed it. What scene was that that you saw her? When they were going to the bar to, to uh go meet up with the the, the thinker. Oh, okay. And yeah, she yeah. was like dancing up there. Nice. That's probably, awesome. You probably missed it because she didn't have her makeup and she got thick. Yeah, she did I'm look like, thick. <laughs> Yeah, when you showed me the picture, I still didn't recognize you. You showed me that picture, I'd be like, no, it's, that's not the Mantis. Yeah, because the Mantis in real life, she looks kind of weird. Yeah, she's more weird looking than the alien version of herself. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, great movie. Everybody should watch The Suicide Squad. It's on HBO Max now. You can still see it in the theater. Uh, it's a win. Oh, um, made my list. Dark Knight, Suicide Squad, uh, Wonder Woman, Zack Snyder, and then Shazam. Oh, so this is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League is definitely a top 10 for me, but just because of its sheer length, it doesn't make the top five because I'm easily, as you can tell by how fast I like to talk, I get way too bored when a movie's four hours long. I mean, man, I want to enjoy like eight hours of the movie. <laughs> That's good. That's good. A lot of people did. Snyder Bros loved it. It was so much Snyder, they didn't know what to do with themselves. Uh, also on uh, HBO Max, I've watched a few more episodes of Wellington Paranormal. This is another Taika Waititi uh, television show. We've mentioned it in the past, and I'm going to continue to mention it every episode until everybody in the world watches it because this show is hilarious. I watched a newest episode today at lunch, and by new, I mean new to HBO Max. It's been out for like three or four years, (laughs) but uh, it was killing me because every episode they pick a different supernatural thing. And this episode was about zombies. And we've talked how much we enjoy zombies. It was so freaking funny. It may be the funniest episode yet. I think I got advertised that. Yeah, you should watch it. So where I give uh, Reservation Dogs a a seven and a half because I just haven't seen enough, I would straight up give Wellington Paranormal a nine. It's just hilarious. This guy, he doesn't miss. I swear to God. Damn, I'm gonna, I got to put that on my list. Yeah, watch it. It's short. They're only like 25-minute episodes. Um, but yeah, they just do so, so many funny things. I'll give you one small scene that was cracking me up in today's episode. They were trying, there was a zombie outbreak, and a couple of the police had become zombies. But their version of zombies, they still kind of follow their normal day-to-day routines, even though they're zombies. And so they were trying to catch these cop zombies by pretending to do a mugging. So one cop was pretending to mug another cop. And the one cop is like a straight native New Zealander. So he's got dark skin and he's like, get over here, you brown bugger. (laughs) The guy that was pretending to mug him, which was another cop. And the guy's like, oh, you go racial. It was just so funny the way they did it because it came out of like nowhere. It had nothing to do with anything. And it was just hilarious. We don't care. We don't care. Say that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm just repeating what the show said. It was funny. Yeah. So funny. Uh, speaking of cops, uh, I have one last TV tidbit before we move on. Uh, the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is here. So uh, if you have NBC or the Peacock or any of those types of things, it's literally on right now if you want to see the first episode. Damn, I'm so behind, dude. So much shows. That's like one of my favorite shows, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that. It's a great show. You need to catch up and watch it because, I mean, it's the last season, so you know they're going to go all out. Yeah, die hard, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's take a quick break. And on the flip side of the break, uh, we have some tasty trailers and some news jacuz. See you guys. Bye. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualantidesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. So I don't have a ton of Tasty Trailers today, but I have some really strange ones. That's for dang sure. The Tasty Trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Um, I noticed that we're already kind of getting into the season of scary movies and scary television shows. Tomorrow, because you guys get it late, if you had the Patreon, it wouldn't be so late. But tomorrow in our time is Friday the 13th, Ooh. so it only makes sense that they would release a lot of scary trailers. But uh, my first one has to do with a Netflix television show um, called Midnight Mass. Uh, what did you think about the Midnight Mass trailer? Hold on. Is this the one that's like, by Haunting Your Hill House. Yes, that's that one? the one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's creepy. It looks good. It has my a guy I really like. Did you ever watch uh, Friday Night Lights? No. So Friday Night Lights is one of my all-time favorite television shows. It follows uh, high school football players. It's one of the best dramas I've ever seen. But uh, Matt Saracen was the character's name. He was the star, the star quarterback on Friday Night Lights. He's like the nerdy kid that became the star quarterback. He's the main guy in this show. He looks a lot like the dude from Umbrella Academy, I think. Yeah, like a skinny but, version. Yeah, uh huh. they could totally play brothers and something. And so I was real excited. Like immediately when I saw that that actor was cast as the main character, I got excited. And then when I saw the dude from iZombie pop in, that Raul guy. Ravi? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so in. This show looks super good. I'm I'm so down for it. Yeah, because like, um, Bly Bly Manor wasn't that great. Right. Hill House is really good, and this gave me more like that creepy, chilling Hill House vibe. Well, yeah, they um, they're saying that it's it's supposed to be a, a better as far as a lot of the other types of stuff. So it looks pretty good. Uh, The synopsis reads, Midnight Mass tells the tale of a small, isolated island community whose existence divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man. And that guy is the um, the Friday Night Lights bro. And the arrival of a charismatic priest. When Father Paul's appearance on Crockett Island coincides with the unexplained and the seemingly miraculous events of renewed religious fervor take hold of the community. But do these miracles come at a price? So you yes. got this weird, like, demonic priest which is always like great news i love it that's always like the best well like the one scene where he was in bed and he's looking out and then you see what he sees with his like creepy ass lady oh shit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost like a video game lady or something. It was yeah. weird. I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on in that. She scene. looked like she was glitchy or something. It was weird. Yes, like she was glitching. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, a lot of times these shows look cooler than they end up being because they did a really good job with the trailer. It had your typical horror like violin that's like. Hee, hee. And then they do this thing I've seen a lot lately where they have somebody just the word repeating over and over again. I'm like, what is this? But I, I, I'm into it. And like uh, they, they do a lot of like sound sound effects too, where like, it makes a noise and it constantly does that noise, you know, sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like that, scarier and scarier. And so it's like, it gets that auditory thing. Like, damn. Yeah. Give, give a lot of props to these like sound engineers that have learned how to make these trailers so much more intense by, like you said, they build it. They're literally building sound experience that intensifies as the trailer runs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm down. I'm super down for midnight mass. So midnight mass is on Netflix and it premieres fairly soon, September 24th. So we are, we're about a month and a half away from that yeah. bad boy. Uh, my next trailer is also, I think it's a horror movie. I'm pretty sure it's a horror movie. Uh, it's by the studio A24. A24, we mentioned uh, not too long ago that they've made a lot of different horror films. But their newest one is Lamb. And Lamb uh, looks to be like the psychopathic indie version of Sweet Tooth. <laughs> what, was your, what was your take on Lamb? Yeah, after, after I watched him, like two things that's happening here. Yeah, like who after Lamb, <laughs> or or is she? Yeah, gonna, or is she? Is she being like the the lady from the servant, where she needs she lost her baby, and then the lamb is like her new baby, and this is how she sees the lamb. You know, it's so weird. I can't it, tell what the hell's going on. It's got like that midsummer type vibe, yeah. kind of clicking around, and it's just because I think it's also an A twenty four movie. Someone's pointed out that you know you're in for some shit when you see the flower crown. <laughs> it's funny that the flower crown has become synonymous. 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 Mananas. Do 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 do. Nominee. Do 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 with like scary movies, you know. So I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Are you excited for Lamb? Is this something you would put money down to see in the theater, or would you wait for it to show up on a streaming service? Or are you just not interested at all? I think maybe maybe streaming services. I'm not. I'm not gonna go on always go into theaters for this. No, I would uh, definitely catch it though, like on HBO or something if it showed up there. Yeah. Plus uh, the subtitle. Lamb. Damn it! It is. Yeah, they they were speaking English unless you saw the like, English dub one. <laughs> It looked, yeah. The one I saw was dubbed. Oh, it was. Yeah, mine so, was. My mine was subbed. Okay, so they have it apparently both ways. So the trailer I saw was dubbed. And it was like usually when they dub Germans, I think is maybe what it is. Uh, it's it's fairly decent. That's part of the reason I could handle dark because the dubbing wasn't too bad. The their mouths don't work quite as fast as sometimes when you dub like the Asian films and stuff like that, where they oh, talk yeah. really fast to keep up with the mouse. And so um, I don't usually mind dubbing on German stuff. And so I didn't think it looked bad with that dubbing. Oh, yeah. I, I recently watched the movie on Netflix called uh, uh, Airplane Blood, Airline <laughs> Blood, Bloodline Airplane. Something about that. Something about blood in the plane, you know, the bloods. Yeah. So basically a vampire on an airplane. <laughs> What and in the, what in the world drove you to watch Airplane Blood? <laughs> it was like training top ten. I'm like, what is this? I love vampires. Let's watch it. Yeah, and, and it it was German, 
And I watched them, and the mouth matched pretty good. Yeah. And they had that one dude from Prison Break. Which dude? The the buffer dude, not the skinnier dude. Oh, okay. But he's yeah. is he speak German? I didn't no, know that. He spoke English. So I don't think he was dubbed, but the rest of the people were dubbed. That's so weird. Weird. Did you like yeah. it? Was it a good movie? No, no, watch it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't don't watch Blood on the Plane. Is it like snakes on the plane? Yeah, it was like she's trying to go from like Germany to the US to get some kind of cure for her being a vampire. Yeah. And then there's there's like prison break trying to hijack the airplanes and then the only way to defeat the prison breakers is for her to go vampire mode <laughs> full vampire and start just eating people on the plane and then, and then she started turning people and like oh my god all hell breaks loose <laughs> that's crazy i never even heard of that movie weird uh lamb comes out october 8th in theaters exclusively so you have to watch that one in the fee tours um my last trailer has to do with a sitcom, an animated sitcom for adults only, I believe, on Netflix called Q-Force. What did you think of Q-Force? You know, when you told me to watch it, I'm like, what the hell is Q-Force? Is it based on something? And then after, <laughs> after watching it, I'm like, oh, this is why it's called Q-Force. <laughs> so Q-Force, the Q in this uh, uh, instance stands for queer. And uh, the, the basic plot seems to be that there's this kind of I'm assuming he's like FBI or CIA or something. He's some sort of secret agent. And he uh, starts to get up the ranks until they realize he he comes out and they like demote him basically just because he's gay. And uh, he ends up starting his own kind of like squad of agents that are all different, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of like, you know, if GI Joe was happening and a Duke becomes like the top dog and he's like, Hey guys, I'm queer. You know, you're like, no, no, you're not anymore. You're demoted. Yeah. It looks kind of funny. It, I'm not sure. It reminded me because I think we talked about this like many episodes ago. There was another cartoon coming out with like gay superheroes that was. Oh yeah, remember? I don't remember what that one was called, but it was a lot of the same types of jokes. And I think it's cool that they're doing this kind of stuff. But I'm not sure that this show is going to be any good. I have no idea representation matters man well i'm all for representation but it sucks when you're underrepresented and then when you finally do get represented it just is sucky yeah. <laughs> this is it this, yeah. what, this is what i fought for <laughs> well i mean that's the best kind of representation right because we you know straight people have really crappy shows too so join the club guys yeah every like you know like like you said not every marvel's a hit yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I'll watch it. At least I'll give the first episode a shot because, you know, I have Netflix. Um, Q Force comes out September 2nd, so it's one of the soonest ones. But uh, I don't have a lot of promise for it. It kind of reminded me of that that weird 4th of July movie that with Channing Tatum that sucked balls, too. Yeah, the, the main character reminds me of uh, the one gay character in Big Mouth. Like, Oh, yeah. If, if, like, if like he grew up. <laughs> It's like the adult version of him. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of him. Yeah, that that's kind of that's a good call. It's funny because I feel like uh Big Mouth has better representation. It's not quite as over the top as this. Sometimes like when they're trying to like do something different, they they go for the low-hanging fruit and they give you way too easy jokes. And if the trailer is representing what the show is gonna be like, it's all just like really low-hanging fruit type jokes. Yeah, it's just it just it, it hits too much of like the you know. I'm a man 
and in like military stuff mm-hmm. and that those jokes are just too like bare you know yeah we've all kind of seen done that and actually progressed past it but eh, whatever yeah. give it a shot so i think it's time time to dip our toes in the news jacuzzi So my first story is actually kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Disney World has created a new hotel called the Galactic Star Cruiser. Have you seen this? I did, yes. It looks awesome. Um, It's like something that I would be really excited about, and I was really excited about until I saw how much it's going to cost. You go broke. Yeah, do you, do you, have you heard how much they're charging for this? No, I heard that it was expensive and I stopped. Okay, so let's play, let's, let's play a game. Let's play The Price is Right. So, do, 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 do. Can you try to guess what you think it would cost for um, a couple, two adults, to stay two nights at this um, Disneyland, Disney World, Star Wars, Star, Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel? 600, Bob. For two nights, that would actually be good because that's like a regular hotel price. <laughs> yeah, so you're super close, but you're off by one zero six thousand dollars. Uh, Disney revealed its pricing for its new, highly anticipated Star Wars hotel on Wednesday, and the cost to immerse yourself in a galaxy far, far away for a few days does not come cheap. The Disney World-based hotel Galactic Star Cruiser is essentially a cruise ship set in space with the pricing to match. The company says it's the most most immersive Star Wars story ever created, but to partake, you have to shell out $6,000 for two nights. And it goes on to tell you that the price goes way up if you add a kid. No kids. Like, yeah, like heaven forbid you bring a kid to a Disneyland hotel. I'm super confused. I mean, is it because they just keep calling it? I guess it's a oh, it's a cruise ship. Well, that makes a little bit more sense than why it's so expensive because it is an actual cruise ship. Yeah, because I thought it was more like you know like a uh, like a ship when you're going on a cruise. Yeah, I was but thinking a spaceship. Like, yeah, this is like a spaceship version of a cruise ship oh so yeah you're right it says despite being on dry land the pricing is similar to the model of disney cruise ships so you don't actually set sail anywhere it is just a hotel but they've gone out of their way to make this confusing um so what does six thousand dollars get you uh, according to disney that price covers an ongoing immersive and interactive entertainment where choices are determined by your experience your meals excluding alcohol that's like a cruise ship <laughs> and a mission to disney disney's hollywood studios the home of the star wars themed land galaxy's edge uh, disney notes that rates vary depending on your voyage departure dates and that means it costs more on the weekend and like you know bigger like weekends but i don't know would you would you save up for this uh, no bob <laughs> it's, it's yeah, six it's, six man six thousand yeah, six G's. It's no joke, right? I'd have sure. to win it. This, go ahead. Oh, did you ever ride the Nemo ride? Yes. I think it's gonna be like that, to where it looks like you're out of shape, out of space, and it has like you know holographic going on. Yeah, stuff going then, on. Yeah, but then you're like in one one stagnant area. Well, the little video that they had for it 
showed there's a lot of cast members. So you're getting like stormtroopers and people dressed up like, you know, Ray and Luke Skywalker and all that kind of stuff kind of floating around. But the difference being that in a different ride is you actually get to interact with them. And so kind of like the Harry Potter world, remember when we went to uh, Harry Potter land and like there was all these adults in like, these Harry Potter robes. Oh, the yeah, video, yeah. The video shows of people wearing like these kind of like Jedi robes, these Jedi bathrobe looking things and rolling around the hotel. And so they're, they're wanting you to costume up. This is like every Star Wars nerd's like wet dream. They should like supply you with the costumes. Yeah. For six grand. Yeah. Just get, at least give me a robe or something, man. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe that's just the bathroom robe looks like a Jedi robe. I yeah. don't know. But that's what they showed in the video. So, yeah, the only way that I'm participating in this $6,000 thing, because I would like to do it. Don't get me wrong. I would love to go and do this. Um, yeah, I'd have to win it. You know, this is the kind of thing that I'm sure there'd be all sorts of contests for. And I will be entering them when I see them because that's the only way I could, you know, justify going to it. I think uh, I'm going to go to our, our Patreon and make that <laughs> as a goal. You know, we're trying to save up for the, the cruise. Send, send the audio knots to the Star Wars Galactic Cruise. We'll get you behind the scenes footage. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you how much the, the Jedi bathrobes cost. Yeah. So funny. Uh, my next story is kind of crazy. Caught me off guard. Uh, do you enjoy Mountain Dew? Are you a Mountain Dew drinker? Yes, I do. Yeah, when I, I like Mountain Dew sometimes. Yeah, but I don't really drink soda anymore. But when I did, um, I Mountain do. Dew was where it's at. I Mount- the do. You did the dude. Yeah. Wait, that didn't sound right. You did the do. <laughs> I did the do. Yeah, Mountain Dew is it's fine. It's sugary. It's caffeinated. Well, uh, the biggest trend right now is these kind of caffeinated alcoholic drinks. You know, the, the most famous one is Four Loco. You've probably heard of Four Loco. Yeah. Well, unshockingly, they have come out with a alcoholic Mountain Dew. <laughs> nice. I'm like, I'm wondering how many kids are going to get confused and accidentally get hammered. <laughs> says here that uh, on Tuesday, the company announced its partnership with PepsiCo. Oh, this is the Boston Beer Company announced its partnership with PepsiCo to deliver hard Mountain Dew with a 5% alcohol. The boozy beverage will come in three flavors, original, black cherry, and watermelon, um, and is expected to hit shelves. Oh, so it doesn't hit shelves until early 2022. The worlds of beer, spirits, wine, and even non-alcoholic beverages are all starting to converge on consumers as they as, as they seek new drinking experiences. It says, "Nice." What will you try? Do? Will you try hard Mountain Dew? Yeah, I will try it for the show. I'll try, I'll try just for the hell of it. It's got the most broy uh, cans you've ever seen. Like the original can has like an eagle attacking. The uh, black cherry can has like an angry bear or something. <laughs> and the watermelon can has like a, a venomous snake or something. So they're like, it's like Ed Hardy cans. <laughs> they must have paid someone there to custom design these things. It reminds Hilarious. me, uh, I think a few weeks ago, we uh, saw the Mountain Dew energy drink. Yes. And I bought one and tried it. It was actually pretty good. Was it good? And, yeah. And they had the animals on it too. Oh, okay. This is definitely going to get some people confused. You're gonna, yeah. Like what's going to happen is you're going to have stores that accidentally sell it to kids because they see Mountain Dew, but it does have the word hard very big. So hopefully, you know, your average grocery store person knows hard equals alcohol, you know, do they, doesn't mean you're just going to go hard. Do they, do they say do the do hard? 
I don't know. I'm, I'm curious, yeah, what the commercials will look like. Mountain Dew does always have really good commercials, so I am curious to see uh, what their commercials will be like. It's talking about how there are lots of stuff like this now. They said they're comparing it to uh, hard, all the hard seltzers and the twisted teas and those kind of things. So uh, this is, I think, the first time PepsiCo has like dipped their toes in the alcoholic venue. I think when it comes out, I'm going to pop one open live on air. Oh, I like it. Let's each get one and we could try the different flavors. Yeah, I'll get one. You get one and we'll taste yeah. test it live. <laughs> we'll taste test it live. Guaranteezy. You're going to know whether or not Hard Mountain Dew is any good. So if you think Hard Mountain Dew sounds good, um, let me ask you what you think about this as far as tastes go. Would you, do you like, well, let me start. Let me back up two steps. Do you like Kraft macaroni and cheese? Yes. Yes, and if you don't like Kraft macaroni and cheese, you're probably a crazy person because to me, there's a few things you can buy fake brands for, but Kraft macaroni and cheese is not one of them. Uh, to me, I only, like if I'm eating mac and cheese and I don't eat a ton of mac and cheese, my kids do, um, I would only go Kraft, yeah. bar none. Like it tastes weird if it's made by somebody else for some reason. But uh, would you eat ice cream mac and cheese by Kraft? <laughs> uh, no i think i think the audio nuts uh maybe they can jump on some of our social medias i think the audio nuts want you to taste test the craft ice cream <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think i think this sounds amazing so this is out this is out now so while we'll have to wait we'll have to wait to get our hard mountain dew we can get the craft macaroni and cheese ice cream now uh, they've teamed up with Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream. The ingredients uh, in the ice cream in uh, include cream, milk, cane sugar, egg yolks, and Kraft cheese sauce mix. <laughs> the tubs of the sweet and salty ice cream uh, brought, in, um, brought in long lines of guests to the location. They have, a, I guess, uh, there's a Van Leeuwen's ice cream shop in New York City, and they sold out in one hour. What? Yeah, but you can buy it online for a limited time. So I'm going to pop on afterwards and see if I can score us one. We could split it up and we can each try it. Oh, here we go. They sell it in packs. So we have to buy in a pack anyways. Um, you can buy it currently on some website called Gold Belly. And it's $49 for four pints. So $10 a pint. That's honestly not that bad for a custom ice cream. Now, what we're going to do with four pints of macaroni ice cream, I don't know. <laughs> You think it's going to be good or disgusting? I don't know. There's only there's one way to find out, right? Yeah. I mean, it honestly looks just like uh, orange ice cream, which looks kind of delicious. But uh, people are not, you know, we, li we live in the world of salt and straw. For those who don't know, salt and straw is from Oregon, even though they do have one, I think, in uh, Universal Studios and Las Vegas now. But uh, they started here, and they are the masters of making weird flavored ice creams. They make a ton of it. So it's not all that shocking to think about trying mac and cheese ice cream. You top it off with mac and cheese? I mean, you might as well, right? Yeah. yeah I don't, I'm down. I'm totally down to try it. So I'm going to see. I'll, I'll pop on this uh, gold belly and see if I can find some, if it still has it. This article's a little old, so hopefully it's not sold out. Yeah, this is the reason why we uh, wanted to start our Patreon so we can buy. <laughs> see that's the perfect reason like what, yeah. what are you gonna do with this little bit of money we'll use it to buy dumb things to taste <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh crap my next story has decided to be hidden by a 
ad blocker. So we're going to look Ooh. it up one more time. Don't mind me. I'm stalling for a time. So did you hear this? I'm sure you heard this story because you are our resident fish bro. And nobody knows more about fish than you. But did you hear about the big ass goldfish that they're having in all sorts of lakes across the United States? No, explain. Do tell. Okay, do tell. So right now what's happening, and it's been happening all over the United States, is people are dumping their pet goldfish in lakes. Yeah. Uh, the current news story is happening in Lake Michigan, um, but it's also happening in Lake Tahoe. And basically people are throwing uh their goldfish and the thing you, i'm sure you probably know but most people may not know about goldfish is they will keep growing as big as their environment allows and all they do is eat dude all they is do is eat. eat eat they're bad for the environment yeah and so fishermen are actually catching these things and there's a picture i'm looking at a picture of this lady that caught one and i swear to you this goldfish looks like it's about a foot and a half long no way yeah, it's like this. She's holding it like it looks bigger than my salmon that I caught this weekend. It's it's huge. It says that uh, you're well acquainted with goldfish, but these ones are growing to be several pounds and over a foot long. And so they, they're like they're an invasive species. They're, what's yeah. happening is why it's kind of funny that people are catching giant goldfish in lakes. Um, it's killing everything else. And so that's the downside is unfortunately you're losing like the fish that belong there because these guys just like you mentioned are killing everything in the environment yeah they eat everything in the in the lake and they poop all the time and then just makes it bad for the the natives yeah and it says that it's a it's a real issue that they're uh because people thought that maybe it was fake because it looks so fake yeah it, it's the most photoshop looking thing you've ever seen but it's not it's one of these things that's actually real and so, yeah, I guess the, the lesson to be learned here is please, like you should know better than to toss your pets. Um, there was a story recently uh, in our neck of the woods, the Pacific Northwest, where somebody dumped like um, some pythons. They had a, a python that they didn't want anymore, pet python, and they dumped it up in a Washington State Park. And the python gave birth and people started spotting pythons all over this Northwest Park. And when they went to try to catch it, they ended up catching 17 pythons. <laughs> 17. So, yeah, don't do it, people. Don't dump it. You know, that was always when I was a kid growing up, they would always show people. They were like alligators. You could get like pet alligators in the early 80s. And people would get they get too big. So they'd flush them down the toilet. And so the rumor was that there'd be all these alligators in the sewers. And that was always like the scary movies. This is essentially the same thing. So you got ginormous goldfish taking up lakes. You got pythons and parks. It's like literally do not let your pet in, out into the wild. Can you imagine that? Like you're fishing out there and all of a sudden you hook something. And this giant orange thing comes in. You're like, what the fuck is this? Do you think you can eat a goldfish? I wonder what a goldfish tastes like, or if you could even consume it, if it's bad for you. Uh, you could maybe, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't try. I'm not and doing it for the show. You... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we can probably persuade him with enough money to eat a goldfish. You always see the videos of people swallowing goldfish. I'm assuming it may it may not hurt you, but it probably wouldn't taste good. So I just googled it. Goldfish are actually edible if we're speaking about technicalities. Fun fact, they used to be a lot more popular in the West as well, but over time they've given up their place for other varieties of fish. 
But yes, yeah, it says it doesn't taste good, but you can, in fact, eat a goldfish and it will not hurt you. Wow. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll have to pass. <laughs> no goldfish for you. Yeah, you're lost, my friend. So that's it. That's the last story I had. Do you guys, you have anything else you want to share with the, the nuts before we wrap this bad boy up? Oh, nah, man, I'm good. Good. I'm starting to sweat anyways. You can see it coming yeah. through my hat. I, it's uh, hot. I turned my AC back on. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. People don't realize. They probably think we're exaggerating. Let me look at my watch. It is currently 102 degrees where I am at right now. And that's outside. It says on my watch, uh, 100 and smoky. Yeah, yeah. That's see, I don't have this. Yeah, I'm mine says sunny, so I don't have the we don't have the smoke over here. But yeah, uh, everybody stay safe. Uh, watch out for the, the deltas and the fires and everything else. Yeah. And we will continue to cleanse your palate of all the bad news with weird stuff like giant goldfish and mac and cheese ice cream. Nice. So, everybody, have a good one. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Bye. Carbonator, give me all your thoughts. And I would just jam all the breads into my, my gullet. <laughs>